We're doing the Ale Shor. We skip one chapter. We'll get back to that for the high holidays. But we're doing this one about happiness on Moed. Uh, parenthetically, I tell you an amazing story. One of my Rebbe's, uh, Rabbi Gershenfeld, he said, he said that in the 1980s, he called all the mashkiachs of all the major yeshivas in Israel, and he said he wanted to talk to them. Because Rav Shach was the head of the president of the Rosh Yeshiva Council, Vada Yeshiva, Sinarit Yisrael. So he called all the mashkiachs, mashkiach is the dean of students. And he said that when he was growing, on in, growing up in Europe, there was no such thing as like, you need to be happy. In Europe, it was like, you had to be accomplished. But he says, again, since American culture permeated to the world, that you have the right to, what is the three rights you have in America? Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Yeah, life, liberty, uh, and the pursuit of happiness. So Rav Shach told all the mashkiachs that in order for people not to go off the derech, which means, he said, even in, in the yeshiva world, people need to, he said, we have to teach Torah, like Rav Nachman of Breslev, like... This is not Rav Shach said to, to, to paraphrase him like, it has to, it has to be a special, like the Mashkiach should always talk about how Torah makes you fulfilled and joyful, gives joyful, joyful and brings you the right to happiness. Because he says if we don't bring out this aspect, uh, the, the people that go through the yeshiva system, it's, it's gonna be very detrimental. Because the world is a world where people wanna feel happy. So if they don't get that from Torah, they may go... If they, if they see that the Torah is not the source of their... You understand? So that's a good introduction to this please from Revolbi. He says, Im simcha shel Torah. So this, this topic is about Simchat Torah. You should know, my Rosh Hashiva in Baltimore made a very interesting thing when he became Rav Feldman, when he became the Rosh Hashiva. He, he, he did something that was unprecedented. He, he wanted all the boys to come back for Simchat Torah. To be in yeshiva. Because he said, um, actually my son-in-law had a whole fight with somebody over this. <laughs> my son-in-law, he was in that shul that we go to. And he said that at uh, Simchat Torah he wanted to dance more. And he said the other person like got into a fight. He said, go, you know, it's time to eat. So it's, he said that the uh, appropriate place to celebrate the value of Torah is where people are learning the Torah the whole day. People that, Torah is like a secondary dish to them. It's not the main enchilada. They don't appreciate it. The main enchilada. So he said, he, he said, even though you're off, you go home for Sukkot and like all that time. He said, he, he, he really, especially the people that lived in Baltimore, because it was easy for them to come back to the dorm and celebrate Torah in a, in a, in a atmosphere. And I can tell you <laughs> from first that experience, my son-in-law was not a happy camper. He wanted to have more Lebedik and more Simcha and like, People that were not as yeshivish were not. Uh, yeah, he was like, he, they pushed him actually, physically like, pushed him and said, get out of here. <laughs> so it said, he says, um, if he says, if you want to know what it is, let's ask Rabbi Yehuda Levi. You should know parenthetically, they say one of the greatest Zionists, religious Zionists of all time, is Rabbi Yehuda Levi. He wrote the Sefer Kuzari, and he was a great poet. So you know the the the, the song Shweki has that Libi Mizrach is from Rabbi Yehuda Levi. He says we could learn from him. 
right? How we should become happy on the days of... Uh, Jason, do you know which holiday is the most happy we need to be? Like it's the vitamin of happiness? You know, each holiday in Judaism, like Hanukkah is the, is the holiday of hope, that you never lose hope even in mm-hmm. darkness. Mm-hmm. Each holiday gives us a spiritual injection and vitamin for our soul. Passover, Passover is freedom. Oh, Shavuot is Torah. You know what? Uh, Happiness is Purim, no? No, pu- no. Purim is... Celebration. No, Purim is even... Uh, God is even behind Hester. Yom Simchat Simchat Torah. It's Sukkot. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sukkot is the... So he says, Rabbi Yudha Levi... He says, Klalo Shel Davar. Rabbi Yudha Levi writes this in Kuzari, chapter 2, section 50. He says, our Torah can be... All the mitzvahs of the Torah can be... Um, Divided. divided and categorized in three different categories. Yir'ah, fear of God, which some people are, we said it's not good. I'm sorry, if you go into a shul where the rabbi doesn't care and nobody, nobody cares if you're on your phone the whole time, I'm sorry, you shouldn't be davening there. Because uh, that's Avodah Zarah. We're here to connect to Hashem. You didn't come to Chunech Chalau Amet. Hashem's house is not, you know. So he says the Torah... The mitzvot are either f- have a source in fearing, fear of God, loving God, and happiness. He says each one of these is a path to get to God. It's like a tunnel. Imagine like a street, a highway to heaven. So one highway is through fear. One highway is through love. One highway is to rejoicing with God. So he says a beautiful thing here. He's so poetic. Ah, oh, Rabbi Yudha Levi. You should know, by the, by the way, the Grozal said that he believes two of the most important books, which unfortunately I studied so much, that are, have the uh, main thing of the Jewish hashkafa, of the Jewish thought, of how we, Jews should think, philosophy of Judaism, is located in the Kuzari and Menorah Maor. That's another very interesting Spanish thing for reading the time of the Bet Yosef. Like, is, but he says that he says, don't make a mistake and think that on Simchat Torah, when you dance with the Torah, it's a lower level than fasting on Yom Kippur. Or like celebrating on Shabbat and singing Derori Kra, right, your favorite. Or, he says, He says, if you are jumping because you want to reach the heavens and grab Hashem, right, because the mitzvahs are so... Beloved to you, right? So precious, like Mr. Yesharin, that's why you have to have Zerizut. We're going to get to that in our next class. That the whole reason why, he says a person that doesn't have Zerizut, the Mr. Yesharin says, because he doesn't know the value of mitzvot. He said, if you would have known that you're, honestly, like I was like looking through my garage right now, I saw, like I'd spent thousands of dollars for my girls that are almost 20, one of them is 20, one was 19, and all their thing was in the garage. And now I have to give it to my nephews and nieces and get rid of it. It's the same thing. All, all the property you own in this world, all the jewelry, all this stuff is toys. When you realize, when you get to the next world, you see the only thing that had value is what? Your Torah, mitzvot. And that's what Zerizuz is. So he says, he says, if you have happiness in a mitzvah with the proper intent, not just like if you get drunk on Purim, if your main kavanah is to get drunk, then, then that's not a real mitzvah. The main dr- thing is like, we never get drunk. But the main idea is, Eitan, that you can get a little bit high in order to let your ego down, your, your shield down, and now you're like totally unhinged to express your love to God. 
כמו שתחנונים צריכים מחשבה כוונה, כן, זאת אומרת, אתה צריכים מחשבה כוונה. So the, he says a beautiful thing, the Kuzari. He says the same way when you pray, you have to have kavana, right? That's why the whole reason the Kafachayim brings, that we read Ketoret, to purify, to burn out all the satanic thoughts, like, Baruch Hashem Shasani Sefaradi. Right? We read Ketoret before we pray, we read all these things, because we want to burn all the satanic Gashmiut uh, thoughts. So when we pr- come to the pinnacle, which is Hashem Safatai, we're an angelic state. So he says, Same thing, when you want to be happy with a mitzvah, you have to have a lot of preparation, kavana. And you have to understand that it's such a, God is bestowing, why are we happy when we dance with the Torah? Because you have to realize how much good we're getting out of it. You see the Lashon of the Guzari? Shehetiv lachba. God is doing us such a favor. Imagine, if we were a goy, hevun dopa. They smash and grab. Right? They have no regard for anything. They dress like animals. They talk like animals. They act like animals. They have no self-dignity. It says, when Hashem gives you a mitzvah, when Hashem gives you Shabbat and Cholamot, it's like Hashem is inviting you into His inner chamber to rejoice with Him, right? Shabbat is Othi, Beni, Ubenachem. Korel Shulchano, the Tovah. It says, like, you're, you're, when you keep Shabbat and the holidays, it's like you're, you're coming to the table of your Father in heaven. Right? The Shekhinah is with us. The Todal called the Mitzvah Galui. And you have to thank God both externally and internally. Right? That's why on the, the holidays, what do we say, Eitan? Asher Ata Bechartanu, Mikolami, Vikidashtanu, Vimsotecha, Vikraftanu, Malkinu, Vodecha. The Shimcha, God put His name on us. Israel, we have God's name. And so it's such a privilege to be a Jew. Parenthetically, you should know, anybody that doesn't, is not proud to be a Jew, is going to suffer and die out in the Galut. Galut, Jews that are just Jews because they're going with the flow, and they don't really proud of their Judaism, they're not happy, they don't think it is a privilege to Judaism. This, the Ramchal, Rav Dessler brings this in the fifth chilek of Mikhtam Elio. He says, Ramchal says, don't think it's a, it's just a happenstance that Hashem wants us to be in the Galut for so long. Galut is there to filter out the real Jews from the fake Jews. The people that are just Jewish because like you live in a shtetl, you live in the Jewish ghetto and you're just Jewish, but you really don't appreciate the mitzvot, those Jews are going to, God forbid, what? So the course of Galut, die out, right? It's, Galut is what separates the men from the boys. And what are the real men, the people? It's the people that really, um, you know how many millions... Potentially by now we would have Jews. But the Jews that looked at Shabbat as a burden, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein said. And, you know, it's a hard test for them. They died out. So he says, this is what it is. He says that the idea is, It says, if this causes you, when you internalize that, how much of a great gift it is to have Shabbat, have the Torah, have Senyut, like we were just learning before, that gives us dignity. And we're not a Jew. Everything he does has to be kosher, Right? What he looks at has to be kosher. What he ta- talks about has to be kosher. What he listens to has to be kosher, right? So it says, if that materializes into you just dancing for joy, 
This is like, mamish like tefillah, like you're davening to Hashem. It's no less holy and sacred, you understand? The And this causes you to be attached to God, which is the highest, right? The highest manifestation and goal of all our mitzvot and learning Torah is what? Connection to God. Connection. So Ravolvi says here in the next paragraph, Eitan. He says, He says, To understand this piece in the Kuzari is the whole secret and essence of the holidays. And by the way, don't forget guys, the reason why I didn't want to skip this one is because each Shabbat is a mod, right? In Parashat Emor, it says, Ele Mu'adayim, what does it start with? Shabbat. Shabbat. So, we Jews don't need Thanksgiving and this Xmas and this uh, antithesis of monotheism. Um, we have a mu'ed every week. And that is what? Shabbat. The great queen. And I'll tell you a story with my Rebbe that his daughter said, Raharav ben David, he said one time, he, he was a student of the Chazonish, so he was a very, very amazing person. He said that one time he got to Argentina, his luggage got lost. He was going from Israel to Argentina. So he said, he said that, um, they said it's going to take a long time. He had gone to Argentina like Friday morning, so there's no way he was going to able to get it. Or like Thursday night. He went to Thursday night. So anyways, when, once he found out early Friday morning that he's not getting his luggage by Shabbat, he went to a tailor, and he was young at the time. He was like in his 30s. So he said, he told the tailor that I need I need a new, you need to make me a custom like uh, kapata, you know, like the long mm-hmm. things that the wear. So he said, it's impossible. I mean, Shabbat is going to be like in six hours, seven hours. I can't make this for you in eight hours. It's like, he said, but it's my wedding day. Have mercy on me. So finally, like he cried and like he was so thing. He said, fine, I'll make it for you. So then when his wife was shocked, his daughter, it's like his wife and children were shocked. He said, he said, he said, but isn't that lying? He said, no. Read Lachadodi. Boy kala. Shabbat Malkita, the queen, Hashem is like the, Shabbat is our queen, we're, our Shabbat, it's like we're getting married. He said, it's clearly in the Zohar, in, in our, in our, Lechadodi is like we're welcoming the bride. Boi kala, boi kala, it's like we're getting married to Shabbat. It's like, so he said, that that's an amazing thing that, um, he says we have to kiss the head of, Rabbi Yehuda Levi. Ravolvi says it's such a, it's, this is such a sweet piece of kuzari that says Sefasain Yishak. Rabbi Levi, brother, he says he's saying very holy words. He said you have to know, fearing God, he said we have a holiday for that also. What, what holiday is that? That we have to inject and inculcate our soul and our sight and our conscience with the fear of God. Which one is that? Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. He says, the love of our neshama, which is made in the image of God, and for Him to embrace His Father in heaven, in a joyful way, this is the whole essence of the whole Torah. Is there anything more higher and lofty than that? A greater goal that could be achieved that we rejoice with our Creator, and we become one with Him, and we're 
so privileged, feel so elated and privileged and lucky, right? They actually asked my Rosh Hashiva, Rosh Hashiva, one of the greatest educators of all time in the last hundred years, Rav Hutner, the Rosh Hashiva of Chaim Berlin. They said, what's the most important message one has to teach and inculcate and he like should be the main theme of all his interaction with his uh, children. He says the most important thing, which means you've hit a slam dunk, you've hit a home run, if you'll be able to give over through your observance to your children in Chinuch, that it's such a privilege. Ashreinu, Matov Chelkeinu, like we read right before the Shema of the Shachrit. It's, we were so fortunate and we're so lucky and that we're, we're Jewish, right? Ashreinu Matov Chelkeinu. He says that's the most important ingredient and message we should give over. You understand? So he said, um, he says, so in Simcha Torah, we actually materialize and start dancing with the Torah. Our inner Simcha becomes what? Manifested as a... And that that we know for sure in our heart of hearts, how lucky we are, is represented in our dancing with the Torah in Simcha Torah. He says, just like praying... It's like literally serving Hashem by you dancing with the Torah and singing in honor of the Torah is what? It's, it's like uh, avoda, Because this is Bechinat at the end of the... Bechinat shel devekut peloke Israel. This is the level of what? Attaching yourself to the God of Israel. He says this is so different than the Goyish the superficial understanding of happiness. What makes a guy happy? When he acts like an animal. When he is, uh, loses his whole what? Surat Adam. Like Kavod, right? He says, don't be empty like them goyim. On Simcha Torah and Purim, you've injected the Satan. If you, if that's your understanding of Simcha, that just act lightheaded and stupid and silly, right? That's not, he says, He says, If God forbid in a Makam Taira, a Koilil, a Yeshiva, right, a Bet Midrash, people abuse Simcha, and to think it's something of being like a drunken thing, they've missed the boat. He says, you have to, true simcha is when you feel closer to God. Actually, the closest to God. Because this is all, you know, Kabbalistically, this is all leading to a ladder. The bottom of the ladder is fearing God and knowing, okay, it's the book of death and life, but when you get to the higher rungs of ladder, you're hugging Hashem. And simcha Torah is the highest, right? Because that's the last, right? And especially in Galut, it's the ninth day. So that's like the highest, 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 You've reached the top, the climax, right? So God forbid you should uh, ruin it and misrepresent it as something of being a drunkard, right? An empty, like, right? Such a simcha Torah has no neshama. It's like kiguf, you understand? And actually that would inject us and enlighten us and inspire us to be in love with Torah and God, till the next one, which is almost six months later, 
the holiday of freedom, which is what? Tesach. So he says, Last paragraph. He says, it's so tragic to see teenagers think that like, Simchat Torah and Purim is a time to just get drunk and smoke and abuse it. You have to know, by the way guys, anything in life that has the potential to be super great, has the potential to be abused. You know? So, because then there's no test, right? Because, so some people obviously they don't understand that this is literally like tefillah. Like during tefillah, do you get drunk and like act like a crazy person? No. This is serving Hashem by dancing with the Torah and you know. And uh, I'm saying, as a parent, I think what Shach, what I began with, is very important for this generation. Everybody thinks, breathes, and talks in the language of happiness. So if we don't bring out that part of the Torah, we're doomed. We're at a danger. And I tell you, uh, it's Rav Shach's own son, actually, became a professor, a religious Zionist professor, like modern earth. But he said the reason that he believed the mistake he did was that he um, he regretted that he, he, he on Shabbat he didn't sing enough with his son on the Shabbat table. Instead of, wow. he said, always let's learn together. But there was no, right. you understand? It's It's very important. Actually, you know, YU, Yeshiva University, did a thing on this. And they actually did it like a scientific, like psychological analysis. And they found an interesting thing. They found like 75% of these kids that went off the derech, like they did a, like a, a, a real scientific, uh, what do they call it? Study. Study, study, case study. And they found like 75 of these kids that went off the derech, either their parents were like angry, they didn't, like there was no Shalom Bide in the house. The parents were like, it wasn't a stable house, and there was like a lot of anger, and like, so they didn't have a positive thing of Judaism, right? The parents, it was like the kid wouldn't pray on time, or say Birkat Amazon properly, the father would get like very, right? It wasn't, there was no, not enough like Simcha, and like, there was enough Shalom Bayit. Or the, the kid had learning disabilities. So it's a scary thing, that oh, wow. he says that, he says, if you think that Simchat Torah is just a day of like uh, lawlessness and smoking and taking drugs and acting like a crazy person, then you bought Avodah Zarah into the yeshiva, Ravoldi says. It's not, it's empty. It's something that could be so holy, but... So he says, before Simcha Torah, you have to really, like, just like before Neila, right? The rabbi speaks and he, people really are, it's the pinnacle of Yom Kippur, you really, you beg Hashem that the whole year should be good. Before Simcha Torah, you really have to sit down and, and think to yourself, internalize, why am I being happy? Right? In that way, you've totally uh, reaped the ultimate benefits, just like before Yom Kippur, one prepares 40 days of Selichot, same way, you should at least put 40 minutes of inner thought of why am I happy to dance with the Torah, and that will make your Simchat Torah much more meaningful. Amen. Amen.